It's Auto In with your hosts, Seth Kelly and Will Moulton, with special guest, Rodrigo Reyes. In this episode, what is a production assistant? Is it a difficult job? And what do the hosts do for DBU's broadcast department? Without further ado, Auto In. Welcome everybody to Auto In. We are here. We're we're alive. My name is Seth Kelly. I'm also alive. And today our other alive host is Garrett Walder. Yes, Garrett Walder is with us today. Um, he's doing his best Will Moulton impression. Yes, I'm Garrett Walder. Um, Yu Yo, go. There you go. Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> Yu Gi Oh. <laughs> Something about Yu Gi Oh. I don't know. Um, I don't know, some kind of anime. Anime. We, every uh, time, so I think it's Danganronpa, but every time Dongan he talks Rampa, about- Danganronpa, yeah. Every time he talks about it, we need to cut it out of the podcast just because, you know, cut it for time or something. It has nothing to do with Danganronpa. <laughs> um, wants to get it out there. Yeah, once it, it cannot be it cannot be released to the public. <laughs> Garrett, talking about um, uh, Danganronpa. So uh, our guest today is- Rodrigo Reyes, and I am alive as well. I think so, at least- and if you don't roll the R's, you're not getting his name right. If you, you don't roll the R's. Rodrigo. Rodrigo I Reyes. I cannot say his name try because it. I cannot try it, roll my R's. Just try it. Rodrigo Reyes. Come on, Will. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for putting your best attempt out. Nah. All right. So, uh, so let's answer the question, what do the three of us have in common? We are production assistants. Yes. Well, don't give them the answer, guys. That was a question. Oh, oh it was yeah. rhetorical. It was rhetorical. It was Sorry. rhetorical. <laughs> yeah, they were supposed to think about it and like really deeply. And we're going to give you a second to think about it. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And the right answer is... We're all production assistants. Whoa! <laughs> wow, <knew>? crazy. <laughs> um, okay, so what is a production assistant? Rodrigo, take it away. Mm, good question. I question that myself most of the times, but I believe a production assistant is just putting everything together. Whatever needs to be done, we get it done. Setting up cameras, audio, replays, whatever needs to be done to stream something or to record something, we are there. Yeah. Um, to, to kind of clarify, this is not a, this is not a position that we work during the game. We've gone through all those, like this isn't director or replay operator or camera operator or anything like that. This is something that student workers do when they come into work, especially when they're newer, uh, in their, in their first, uh, couple years or, um, even in their first, well, four couple years. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's that's what we're doing when we're coming into work is we're being a production assistant, which means that we are doing a whole lot of things. Like we're kind of getting a feel for what we kinda are good the scenes, at. Indeed, kind of behind the scenes. Yes. Yeah, we're we're a lot of the time not you know front and center. We are coming into work on days that games are not going on. Volunteers will often uh, only see us during games, but there's kind of this whole world outside of games that senior producers and production assistants uh, operate under. So so we are you know we're doing whatever the senior producers and whatever Chris tells us to do, which involves running cameras or. Uh, oftentimes training, like learning how to use the X32, we have to go through Dante training, which is uh, trying to understand 
well, well, being taught how the network works and how we broadcast everything on a fundamental level, how we broadcast everything out to the world from these, you know, fancy cables that we have going around. Like some are yellow, some are gray. Uh, but what does all of that mean? What do each of them do? What do the ends represent? Um, and some of them we've gone into on this podcast. We've we've discussed the difference between XLR cables and SDI cables. As a quick review, XLR cables run audio, whether input or output, which means mics or uh, speakers. And uh, SDI cables run both video and audio. And so uh, that those are the ones that we, we actually stick both into our cameras, but um, SDI will work with both video and audio and uh, XLRs will work with just audio. Indeed. And, uh, but yeah, anyway, that's a whole nother, uh, discussion. So being a production assistant, like we can drag it out for 20 minutes, but it's, it's honestly pretty simple. Um, being a production assistant, you are in a position where you're learning a lot and, um, you're kind of getting a feel for what you are good at. And also the people above you, the senior producers and Chris are also getting a good feel for what you're good at. So they can know where you can improve and what you can do for them in the meantime on your own while they go work with other production assistants. Where do you guys think uh, you've kind of developed strengths in? What areas do you think you've developed strengths in as a production assistant as you've worked this job? Well, like throughout the couple of years I've been here, I still have a lot to learn, like pretty much where the cables go or where does it turn on and what happens if I unplug this or turn on this. I'm still working on that. I still, I, I mean, I get the hang of it, but still pending, still pending. But all of that, I think camera, I run pretty good camera. Mm. I can set it up, tear it down, fix it in case it needs fixing. Um... So yeah, I think there and replay. Yeah, I think replay is also where I get the hang of it, and it's fun. I enjoy doing replay. Uh, it could be interesting, and also keeps you, you know, on your toes at all times. Yeah, like to keep it, to have it ready within seconds, and to look at four or five different camera shots to pick one. So I really enjoy doing replay. Uh, still need to work in like a through B and back to B and A and all that, but it's still, it's, it's, a, it's a fun part of the job. Yeah. You're, so you're a go-to camera three person. I think we can all uh, agree that you and Harrison, I think are a big go-to, you know, camera three people. Yeah. Um, have you been stung by the wasps near camera three yet? I have never or the bees. been, uh, I think it's wasps. I think it's wasps back there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen bees. Uh, but no, I mean, when, when we're out up in the lift, I've seen, um, a handful that will just fly on the camera and they will just chill sometimes on the lens. Like people actually be like, is that a wasp? I'm like, yeah, it's just chilling on the lens, <laughs> but I'm not going to mess with it. You know, uh, don't take me for a while. Sometimes it'll just chill on your shoulder or fly around, but I've never been stung by any of the, uh, of the wasp at any point in time that I've run camera all this time. So I'm kind of glad. I mean, I've been stung by wasps before. It's not fun, but it was never here. It is painful. Like, I remember when I got stung, I was like, what is happening? I didn't know what was happening. I just started running, and I took my shirt off. And I was like, why Why does it hurt so much? Like, I actually thought I was getting, like, stabbed on the back. Like, oh, just, my. somebody just broke in and said, just, just stab me on the back. And then, uh, like, as soon as I took my shirt off, 
um, I turn around just to fight someone, you know, because I actually thought that somebody was in my back. And I just see a bunch of wasps just flying around like, oh, my goodness. Uh, so that was a bunch fun. of wasps coming together to form the form of a person so that you maybe, thought that they were stabbing maybe maybe that's what it happened <laughs> but yeah I didn't see it so the, the nest was like at the, on the corner of the door so as soon as I stepped out the garden I mean to the backyard they just they just got me but no fortunately here has never happened I don't think it's happened to anyone that I know of I, mean, I haven't heard of it. Yeah, if you don't if you don't mess with them, they don't mess with you. But actually, at the beginning of this season, well, not this season, uh, the beginning of just us coming back, since we haven't been back there, what, since March, maybe? I mean, on the lift? Yeah, like, even back there at all, like, back on the wall, on the lift oh, and yeah. on the platform. Um, I don't know if you talked about this, but there was a huge wasp nest. Like, there were at yeah. least a couple hundred, uh, and, and there were, like sleeping i remember when i was setting up camera and then chris told me like if you don't feel comfortable uh you cannot be back there and i was like ah, i mean there was and then when i saw the nest i was like okay i don't want to be back here at all because <laughs> they were all sleeping it was like 7 8 a.m so maybe they were like all still chilling and uh and then when getting their coffee for the day probably getting getting yeah, to turning on a morning show <laughs> and then um as soon as I was there. I was done setting up a camera. I, I could still, I, I see the wasps starting to fly away one by one. I'm like, okay, I think it's time for me to go because I don't want to be here when all of them just decide to fly away and I'm on their path. Uh, but yeah, later that day, I think they got rid of them and nobody got hurt except the wasps, sadly, I guess. <laughs> I want to address Will saying, dang it, in the middle of the story. What was that about? What's going on? Oh, it's just personal issues, I believe. Personal issues, <laughs> yeah. You know. It's just one of those random thoughts that just go through your mind. I'm like, yeah, oh, darn like, it. He just now realized since Garrett's here, he can't be a part of Garrett Graham's. It's since Garrett's not here, he can't be a part of Garrett Graham's. I mean, so, that's true. <gasps> Dang it. But also, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, but also, never mind. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's, that's my experience with Wasps and Camera 3. I still enjoy running it because it's fun. Uh, did, I, did I ever tell you about the time I uh, hit a wasp nest with a lightsaber in order to dramatize a lightsaber fight? Oh, you did not. I would like to hear that, please. Well, it was it was one day we were we were on a little vacation in a country house somewhere. I don't remember if it was in America or in a different country, but um, so me and my little brother were having a lightsaber fight, lightsaber right? Is. It was with those like toy lightsabers that you get at Walmart, yeah, right. Was um, it red, blue, green, purple? Mine was a purple lightsaber. Oh, Whoa. Windu, Master Windu. I don't remember what color Joel's was. It might have been a green lightsaber. So I was like, yeah, I was okay. Mace Windu. It was great. <laughs> and so there was, I, you know, we were doing a regular lightsaber fight. And then I saw behind me, there was a wasp nest. Yeah. But I wasn't thinking. I just thought, how can I make this as dramatic as possible? And so I whipped my arm back and hit the wasp nest intentionally. Um, and nothing happened. And then I went and charged at him. And then, you know, mom was like, you know, coming in and doing the, you know, Linda Flynn Fletcher thing and going, who wants pie? And we were all coming in like, yeah. so we went in, we came out later, me and Joel went out to have a little adventure on like the railway on the porch. And so we were just, we were, we were shimmying our way, uh, across that doing, you know, who knows what, um, and these wasps just start to come in droves and then surrounded us. 
and uh, just ate us up. Absolutely ate us up. They got really? their full revenge on me, you know, oh. um, just just whacking their home with a lightsaber. And um, I mean, I, th- uh, I think you would do the same if somebody just destroyed your house. Yeah, I would get a bunch of my friends and I would start, you know. How many on, times did you get stung? Okay. Uh, it must have been something like at least 30 wasps each. Oh, like it was right. huge. Did you pass out at all? You just took it, took it all? Took we just pain. cried a lot. I bet. Yeah, <laughs> I think it, some got in my little brother's mouth. He oh, had it worse than I no. did, but it was, it was just awful. I had a, I had two stories, right? So okay. when I was a kid, there was a beehive hidden in one of the things and the girls were like, oh no, look, there's a beehive there. So I just picked it up and threw it away. Right? And like... <laughs> Whoa, that's guts. I never, I didn't know what a bee was yet. It was like three years old, right? So I was like, why is my arm swelling up so much, you know? And the teachers, and then I passed out apparently. Oh, no. And uh, my, the teachers were all like, Will, why did you do that? And I was like, because they were, everyone was screaming about it. So I just threw it away and get it out of the, out of here. <laughs> Second time I was working out as part of like in eighth grade, right? And um, a wasp landed on the, my back, right? And everyone's like, Will, there's a wasp there. I'm like, it's not hurting nobody. And then it just popped. It stung me and it just popped. And hey. I was like, bro, are you... It didn't even hurt. There was no... It didn't sting me at all. It landed on my the back of my shirt, right? Yeah, what'd you ever do to that? Goodness. I didn't do anything who, to it. It just hurt popped the, me and it was like... Who hurt the wasp? The wasp no, hurt itself. It just Make it have such... It, just, rem- it was avenging someone. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was... It must have been like those bees... That I, uh, all those bees and I destroyed their home. Oh, yeah, from like way back. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I oh, remember that's crazy. him. I, mm-hmm. I, don't rem- I don't forget a face. But yeah, still, <laughs> I never forget a f- That was the man. I'm still traumatized. Did you go to a hospital or did you just chill at your house? Oh, I just chilled some? at the church preschool I was oh, at. Oh, how about you? Okay, so now that I'm remembering the story, I think a little more vividly. Yeah. Turns out I wasn't bit at all. Or stung at all. You weren't? No. I, I don't think I actually was stung at all. I think all 60 wasps just went, like, f- toward my brother. And they probably was like, Who uh, didn't do nothing. You killed my brother because he was in there. Now take yours. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's it's an honor code. They yeah. have they have a they have an antiquated honor code that we've moved past. Okay. So to, to, to wrap up this segment, what technology is involved in the job? If you've been listening to the other... Um, podcast episodes where we talk about three play and the TriCaster and the X32. We, oh, we haven't gone over the NC1s. That's one thing. It's just a matter of pressing a button on the NC1. Like there's this whole, you know, master machine. It's a very, it's a very, um, petite thing. You just press a button on it. And then there are these cameras that are already set up. They're not like JVC cameras. They are because security cameras kind of type, right? Yeah. They're kind of like, they're sort of like GoPros. They're like more advanced GoPros that you like set up. Yeah. And you, but you point in one thing. You never move it. And uh you we can't we can't do any replays. irising up or down or replays? Oh, I don't know well, if we can do replays actually. So actually we figured out a way to do replays on those oh. for baseball. Mm-hmm. So the reason why you can't do direct like input from an IP camera, which is what we call them, is that uh, they run over NDI. And the and 3Play, our machine where we do the replays, only has SDI um, inputs. 
so you can only put SDI cables in it. That's fine for cameras one and three, and when we have cameras two and four set up and we have a full setup, that's fine. But when we're using the IP cameras for cameras two and four, we um, we have some, We I forget exactly how it does. Chris has explained this to me multiple times and I just keep forgetting, but there's some way that we convert the NDI input to SDI, and then we put that into the into three play, so that oh. there's some sort of you know there's a little bit of a delay um, within three play. Yeah, but we're still able to run replays on it, and it's actually it's very cool. Oh, interesting! I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't know we'd get that far yet. Uh, so we can only do either or, like either camera three, I mean two or four, or those cameras. Actually, we can do all four. We can do all four now? Since camera one and three are direct SDI inputs, yeah. and camera two and four are SDI inputs through this like NDI to SDI converter deal. So we're able to do all four since all four come in as SDI. Oh, okay. To so three play. I think it'll be better now then. It's, it's good for simple setups like scrimmages where we don't necessarily need a full setup. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, we we had a we had a zinger of a scrimmage um, this past week, which was the last scrimmage of the of the series, and both Ugh. teams really fought for it. I, I mean, know. they went for fourteen innings. I heard fourteen <laughs> innings. It was the worst. I was there for all fourteen. <laughs> well, actually, it was twelve. Yeah, I, but I, it was like, start come with on, the it first two cooler, innings. Though. Fourteen innings. <laughs> so I gotta say, during baseball games, uh, one thing that we have. Uh, every once in a while that we play is music. And you know what technology is involved in making music is a computer. And you know who used a computer to make music is this guy named Noisestorm uh, is his alias. And he made a song called Barracuda. And the genre of that song is breakbeat. And for short, it's breaks. And that is all to say, we're going to take one. When we come back, we're going to be talking about um, unspoken or given rules about this job. We're kind of going to get into it a little bit, um, and and it's going to be a it's going to be a fun time. We're we're going to have a nice alcohol free party, um, and and it's going to unless Rodrigo, you're hiding something under the table. We're just going to get drunk on uh, orange juice. Drunk on Orange Juice. That's the name of my new indie band. Um, <laughs> Drunk on Orange Juice. Yeah, so that's a great transition into our break. Let's take it now. And we are back to Auto In. We are in the second segment of the tenth episode. We didn't know if we, we if we would get here. We we honestly we I mean, sat we down. We knew. We, we sat down and we said, you know, I just got to be honest. I don't know that this episode is going to last until the second segment. And uh, <laughs> we made and, it. Yeah, I, I think many of our viewers thought that as well. And uh, for, the, for the doubters out there, uh, thanks for tuning in anyway. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Uh, today, we're going to be getting more into production assistance. Um, first of all, we can, we can knock this question out of the way. Who is the go-to person for uh, production assistant? And the answer is, it's kind of a, that's kind of a non sequitur. I mean, anybody who is not a senior producer or Chris is a production assistant if so they are a student worker. On our team, it would definitely be not Caleb, Morgan, or Harrison. Correct. Yeah. There are, there are producers. Morgan works uh, planning center. Tag each other on that. Yeah. Morgan goes, tag, you're it. Yeah. And Caleb goes, ha, tag, you're it. And Morgan okay. goes, ha, no tag backs. Whoever gets to it first. <laughs> It's a, it's great. You, did you guys ever play imaginary games as a kid? No, nope. I totally did. Mm. Where you just like went through a whole story and you just pretended you were like 
characters in a story. I mean, I'll, I'll just, uh, with my little toys, like, uh, I will just recreate battles mostly because I was a big fan of uh, Lord of the Rings. Did so. you have any friends as a child? Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so, I mean, that was that was when I didn't have them. I, with my friends, we would just, we'd just go play soccer or basketball, sometimes tennis. Uh, we were the sporty type, so, but if they weren't there... Or they were in, like, it was a rainy day or something. We'll either play video games or I would just play with my toys. Uh, I was really big into Spider-Man. You know, Sam, oh. Ra- Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. So I had the silly string shooter thing yeah. uh, from that you would shoot out. And from what, the way it made it look, it looked, uh, it looked like you could use it to actually swing. So whenever we went to our grandmother's <laughs> house where I'm there scared. was woods and stuff... I would actually like shoot it at the tree, oh, and no. I did fall out of a tree. No, yeah, um, that's awful. <laughs> I was so obsessed with it that like I was like, "Here's what we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna make a museum of every single Spider-Man toy we can find on the market right now." How many Spider-Man dolls do you have? Like none. None. Yeah, <laughs> you can't make a I museum. Just like, with this is crazy. It was a dream that never. It came was through. a dream that was never <laughs> that never came to fruition. I'm just thinking about a bunch of people who are thinking of building a museum, and then they sit down at a meeting and go, "You know, here's what I'm thinking. Absolutely nothing." <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, also I was a huge fan of Toy Story. So, you know, for I good still reason. Believe my toys come to life when I'm not there. Yeah, I'm glad I locked those things in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> and they can't leave because they know, they all, you'll know they're alive. I'll know which ones. I've memorized every single one. So they'll <laughs> they know. know. If they leave, I'll know. They <laughs> know what you did to the bees when you were three. <laughs> and they said, if he does that, we cannot let him do that to us. And so they're Like get they're stung by bees? No, 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 no. Throw us away. Yeah. So they're sharpening their weapons. They're about to the, How long have they been in there? Ten years, maybe. Uh, probably gone by now. Probably I don't just know. took a hike. <laughs> yeah. Are you I talking mean, about like permanently? Permanently. Like, <laughs> they just escaped. I mean, if they all left oh, at once, that's there's not much meant. I could do about it. <laughs> like, I think Will might be the most likely out of all of us, just from what I'm hearing right now, to become Sid. Yeah, oh, I was thinking that. It's <laughs> probably just like, true. <laughs> <laughs> like bring the light up to like the the. What all did Sid do? It's been a long he time. He blew up a. He, he had That's fireworks true. and he blew up a green. He blew up a GI Joe. Oh, he did. And he also yeah. like strapped a rocket to Buzz Lightyear, which was kind of cool, to be honest. But like that's that's what made it interesting. Yeah, I know it's cool that he like straight up wanted to send his toy into space, but I know it was a firecracker, so it was gonna blow up. <laughs> so I mean, that's <laughs> cool too. Nice boy. To another dimension, might as well. Yeah, I mean. I think it would have been funnier if it was Woody sta- strapped to the rocket. And I guess you can rewrite that. Yeah, I know we couldn't, but <laughs> speaking, I don't think we have the time or energy to do that. Yeah. Well, speaking of getting strapped to a rocket, what are some given or unspoken rules about uh, being a production assistant? Uh, cameras, uh, taping, you know, cables. Uh, yes. Like It's very important. Uh, even though they not tell you, you should know to tape mostly uh, fiber. Fi- fiber should be <laughs> impo- uh, an important thing to tape so it doesn't bend or somebody steps on it or it gets broken or whatnot. Uh, mo- that's mostly important in uh, during basketball season and, and camera too. Yeah. That you're walking around, literally you have the camera on your shoulder 
and somebody else carrying the cable. But, I mean, you have cheerleaders, you have fans, you have kids, you have players, you know, because you're right there in the court. I mean, I, I've been so many times players will just come and bump off me while I'm with the camera. Um, so it's important to always tape down. And it's easy to forget. I'm not going to lie. I, I've forgotten a couple times, once or twice, but nothing has happened, luckily. Uh, what's another spunkin' rule? Uh, I do want to say that sometimes we, we lock off cameras that include cables. And if you, um, especially in basketball, sometimes we will have a, we will have a smaller crew. And so we'll lock off camera three, which means we will set it in a, uh, in a particular position. Why did I say particular position? Like they (laughs) does a bunch of pops on the, in Um. a, in a specific position. And then, um, it still has a P in it. You know what? Forget it. Um, and, and so special taping gaff taping the cables is very important because you'll have kids, you know, running around. They could trip on the cables and just take the whole camera with them. If you don't know how to do something, go to the senior producer. Oh yeah. Or some, or the person in charge, which is usually Harrison, Caleb or Chris. Uh, Chris or Morgan. As uh, of now, as, as of now, as but people like get that's subject out. to change. People just just keep keep leaving, you know, yeah. going away. It used to be Selena and Kelly. Then and I don't know who before. I don't know, those, those are the to- only ones that left that I was here. <laughs> yeah. Um, how far do you think you could get away? I don't know. I didn't know where I was going with that. Whenever I think of you. I often think of the Michael Scott quote where he goes, um, sometimes I just start a sentence and I don't know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. You have no idea how high I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest. I've seen maybe like one or two full episodes of The Office. Really? I've seen clips here and there and I've heard it's good. That's weird because... I've seen it all the way maybe three times. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a big I thing here. I own The Office on DVD. So the whole thing. And so oh. it's um it's very funny. I suggest it as like a benchmark viewing for anybody who likes comedy, right? Um, and see how I don't know, if we're doing a TED talk on it, uh, we uh, I would suggest it for how a show like comes into power, then falls after just one person leaves. <laughs> right. I mean, I think Dwight kept the show going. Dwight well. did carry the show it okay, did, yeah, but he did I not. I still liked it. I still liked it the last two seasons. But yeah, the only, now, that, now that you say it, a lot of it's a big thing here at DBU. I never noticed, but I think yeah. everybody at DBU is just a diehard fan for The Office. Well, I would suggest to everybody to watch is Community. Yes. Yes. I like that show too. Much, Absolutely. I find it a lot more like entertaining sometimes in The Office, but I mean, The Office just is like, whoa, that's big. Here. Also, um, don't watch Parks and Rec, to be honest. I, I like Parks and Rec against whatever you're saying. I I liked a little bit more than The Office. I can only say Ooh. there are two like true two or three really truly great characters on uh, that show. Ron Swanson, Andy Dwyer, and April Ludgate. I disagree with you. I will not. Uh I can't stand um what's his name? I what Aziz and Ansari's character. Tom. 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 Yeah, <laughs> I can't do that guy. I, I will say his fa- my favorite episode of his is definitely Entertainment 720. Yeah. But everything else is just like, bro, you know, you're working in a middle position in a parks department. What are you doing here, buddy? I mean, <laughs> Ron and Ron has the right idea in like 
I don't really care about dissolve this. Dissolve the government yeah. from within. Dissolve the government with it from within. Yeah. <laughs> so Spider-Man. there, so there are many things in life that are hard. For Will, it is hard to enjoy Parks and Rec. For Rodrigo, it is hard to believe that Will does not enjoy Parks and Rec. <laughs> and uh, what about, for example, uh, I don't know, being a production assistant? Is that hard? Do you think? Uh, no. I mean, wait. Yes. It could be. Cannot be. Depends what day you're having. Because some days are just long, you know. Because we have to be here from sunrise till dawn, right? No, <laughs> not during the summer, at least, like or or like fall when the sun like rises at you know seven thirty yeah. and the sun oh, sets at to, like eight thirty. Do that like the daylight savings. We are on Sunday. Yeah, uh, we are we about it. to do are daylight savings? Jumping saving? or forward yeah. or backward? I think we're going forward an hour. Let me see. Fall back an and spring forward. So yeah. Fall, so we're going backward. We're now. going back an hour. So Wait, now we so get the extra hour of sleep. If, yes. So. Right now, right? if it was yes. daylight savings time right now, it would be like 3.30. If right now, yes. <sighs> Bruh. What? That's clutch. Uh, I don't yes. Know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's one good thing to bring up is that um, being a production assistant many times is just as hard as you make it. If you don't ask any questions, if you don't put any effort into learning um uh, you know, the aspects of broadcast that you're being taught, if you don't seek out knowledge, then it will be very hard for you because you'll be expected to do things that you don't know how to do yet. And if you're just kind of standing there and you, you know, if you don't know how to do it, ask questions. That's that's a huge thing that we brought up last uh, episode that Harrison brought up is ask questions if you don't know what you're doing. If you ask questions, then you will find the answers Um and, you know, if you ask someone and they don't know the answer, ask someone else. Because at the end of the day, if you're expected to do something, you got to you gotta do it. And if you don't know how to do it, um, there is a very, very good chance that someone there knows how to do it. If nobody's there, text someone. There's a lot of different, you know, or, 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 or call Google someone. It. Or yes. Google it. <laughs> like, there are so many ways that you can learn how to... Um, how how to do it and one thing admittedly that um kind of that that brought down my um well well that made the job harder for me for a good long while is i was too timid to ask any questions and so um because i didn't ask any questions i didn't learn and so i couldn't do what was expected of me um and if if you are if if you are explain if something is explained to you and you don't, you still don't know it, like you forget the explanation or uh, it stops making sense to you or you have another question or things like that, ask again. Um, Chris and the senior producers and actually everyone around you, even the other production assistants, uh, would really love for you to know your stuff if you are a production assistant and you only get there by A, getting thrown into it and B, asking questions. Um, and, And so that's, I think... The, the, that will that's one thing that will make this job easier for you more than any other thing is oh, yeah. that, that yeah. way you like questions set up for real. faster easier makes it, it makes, makes everything it just, easier everything goes smooth. it's just like sometimes it just doesn't make sometimes it just doesn't make sense to me sometimes so I always have to ask questions even now and it's been like a year and a half <laughs> I believe right uh, I feel you. I, I feel yeah. you. 
I'm sorry, I was laughing over here because Rodrigo and Will were like fighting over who was going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> so they were like talking over each Will other. Will won, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Will won. He had the final word. Uh, we are about to take a break. And when we come back, we're getting to some Q&A and we're going to bring back a news piece. And uh, this one's this one's a pretty juicy one. We haven't done a news piece since episode five, maybe, with Austin. Um, but this is going to be a good one. So stay tuned. And we're back to auto in, and we're really excited to get into these. Que- How excited are you guys to get into these questions I'm on a scale of to one to thirteen and a half? Maybe uh, seven point three. Negative. Oh well, negative okay. eight. <laughs> you like hit the exact middle of that. I, I think did. I did the quick math. No, the middle would be Two something like sixteen point three. I, I, just, I just mumble a number. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, our first question comes from Melinda from Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and this may be a long conversation, or it may be a short conversation. How do you spell Mississippi? M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I? Correct. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, English isn't even your first language. And that's, uh, that's like, crazy. Uh, you know, isn't that that... Never mind. Don't worry about it. Anyway, okay. Ask away. Ask well, away. Well, Melinda from Hattiesburg, Mississippi asks, are hamburgers and hot dogs sandwiches? Ooh. Yes. All right. I think they are. I mean, Will? it's a bun. I'm considering. I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. Um, He's savoring it mostly. Well, is there wheat in a bun? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's wheat in all bread. Yeah, you, you can have wheat, hot dog buns, and <laughs> that's, hamburger buns. That's the ingredient I'm that mainly makes right up now. bread. <laughs> <laughs> Will's bread is there, like is there any an maize in corn? Maze. <laughs> I wonder what I will maze probably is. say. I will probably go with perhaps. Perhaps. Okay, you're a more middle ground position. Yeah. I w- I can see like you don't want to classify a burger a as a thing should be. It seems like there is a difference between a. I, I'm gonna say no actually. Oh, okay. Because now that I think about it, it's not dependent on the bread. It's dependent on the meat, right? Okay. And I think it's because that both hot dogs and hamburgers are cooked differently from any type of meat you put on. I've had a meat sandwich. See, when you think of a sandwich, though. And a sausage sandwich, too. Right. But the thing is, when you put, um, when you cook a hot dog or a hamburger, there's a definite different way to make a hot dog and a hamburger. They're cooked differently than like, if you, so when I ever, when I think of a sandwich, I think of just getting cold meat, Slapping it on there and calling it a day, right? So, uh, you eat those kinds of sandwiches? Yeah, I love I them. I at least microwave mine. Yeah, no. Goodness gracious, I would maybe eat tuna cold. I get in trouble if I microwave my sandwiches. They, I, they actually bought me a sandwich maker, so I don't do that anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. so that's why I'm saying that <laughs> like, hamburgers. That is disgusting. Here's your Are you serious? Sandwich. Yeah, they, I mean, I, I like it. I don't care. Me too. But. My, See, the future misses. She's like, Mm-mm. the difference. Mm-hmm. The difference for me is that the hot dog buns on both are just made completely differently than any other sandwich. Still bread, though. Yeah, sure. you said it just wasn't dependent on the bread. It's not dependent on the bread, and it's also dependent on the meat. And you know, the meat is really where it sets it apart. Usually, it's whenever I think of it, a sandwich, it's always cold, 
It doesn't require... Wait, you have a cold sandwich? You always eat a cold sandwich, What right? is wrong with you? Okay, so you, grilled... Were you not loved growing up, man? Do you well, have a grilled cheese? Well, let, well let's grill let's cheese. Let's This it's is what... Grill a sandwich, no, and it is warm. It's it is cheese warm. between buns. But the problem with that is it's cooked differently. You have to cook it. I think that's I'll serve. A, that's I'll the difference. You have to cook a burger. You can't. I eat you don't. It raw, you make man. a sandwich. I eat a raw meat. <laughs> you have to cook a burger. You have to make a sandwich. There's a difference because at the end of the day, one is going to take a lot less prep time than the other. I mean, I can give you the prep time, but it's the same means end. You know what? It's the same means. Like, sure. But at the, it's but it's also in the cooking of it. It's still a sandwich. Okay, I it think is, I will serve not. as the moderator for this debate <laughs> because I think these roles just kind of organically came up. Um, let me let me let me ask Will a question first. Will, so let's take a great value, you know, square piece of white bread. Mm-hmm. Put a bratwurst in the middle and fold the sides over. Is it a hot dog or a sandwich? It would be. Hmm. That is a perplexing question <laughs> but it's not dependent on the bread yes i would call it a hot dog before i would call it a sandwich because to make the pot to make it a hot dog you would actually have to cook that bratwurst unlike a unlike if it was just like a, a some ham or some turkey you wouldn't have to cook it you can right? have a salami sandwich too it's, it's meat. sure whatever it's whatever meat. lunch meat you want to put on there that's a sandwich it's all dependent on the meat of it, I believe. I don't know. Okay. And and the temperature of the meat, too. The temperature it has of to the be meat, cold in order for cooked. it to be a sandwich. No, it doesn't have to be cold. I'm just saying that if you are going to make a sandwich, you're using a certain type of meat, right? Which lunch meat, as you would call it. I mean, that's not... Not all ham is, uh, is lunch meat, right? And not all turkey is lunch meat. And not right. all ham. It's 12 o'clock yeah. somewhere always. So. Right. But the problem is... If you're, but you're not cooking the meat. It's pre prepackaged, right? When you're putting it in, on that burger, or not on that. Oh no! There I slip. Is no, no. It's a. Uh, it if you're putting is. it on that sandwich, uh, you just contradicted yourself. That's just no, 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 no. <laughs> Next just, question. Oh no! Next question. Well, I I do have a question for for <laughs> Rodrigo. Uh, so, how would you define a sandwich? Just whatever goes in between buns. Doesn't matter what kind of bread, if it goes between buns. It's a very liberal it's use of the... Okay, so a hamburger would be a sandwich. It is indeed. It would Hot dog would be a names, sandwich. You know? So a taco, a soft taco would be a sandwich. Well, that, that is what, not, That does count. Uh, mm, just because it's made from the same product is It's not, named from the same stuff, but at oh, the base but they're level. not different, though. But they're not buns. They're not buns. They are tortillas. But so they would you, are made from flour. It's the same... So would you call level. a square piece of white no bread? Would you it's put it's still a bread? Still no yeast. Well, what did Jesus break at the table? I wasn't there. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was bread. So okay, square and it looked like quesadillas. It looked like quesadillas from when I was watching the Bible. Oh, you were watching History Channel, just, just like <laughs> okay, okay. So so a square piece of white bread, right? Yeah. Would you call those buns? Yes. Oh, okay. I think everything that's bread made will be buns, and everything goes between them as a sandwich. But a tortilla bread, not a bun. Not a bun. No yeast. I'm sorry. So quesadillas are not a sandwich. No, they're all. I have to. I I have to disagree. That is basic. Quesadillas are just basically Mexican grilled cheese. 
exactly that, with your grilled. It's the same with the grilled. It's cheese. exactly what I'm saying. And you're saying that grilled cheese is not a sandwich. Grilled cheese is not a sandwich because you actually have to cook it. It's the cook and the prep time and all that. You can have your grilled cheese with cold I cheese too. I am not going to make a sandwich that is like, I'm not going to make a sandwich that is going to take forever to make. I'm not going to make it's it. It's five minutes. But I'm not making this Scooby-Doo <laughs> looking sandwich. It's Look, uh, uh, at that point, it's just not worth it. It is worth it's, it, man. <laughs> Waiting is worth it. It's not worth it. The burger takes time. You have to season the meat. You have to put effort into making a burger. You for can a, put an effort on doing a sandwich too. Right, but the, at that point it becomes like Scooby Doo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna S- eat this, this like mile high sandwich in like one gulp, and it's like still a sandwich. It's yeah, it's still a they sandwich. They will make their like a mile long sandwich, but it's coming close, dangerously sandwich. close to burger territory still, or hot dog. There's territory. a bun at the bottom, there's a bun at the top. Still a sandwich. Oh my gosh, sure, <laughs> right. You can stack different meats, sure, but it's gonna. But at the end of the day, because of prep time, it will still be a so prep time. Sure. So it's, so a I certain prep, prep time for him and the coldness of the and meat. the cooking and the okay. Cooking of the so meat. so prep time, the the time that it takes to prep a sandwich determines whether or not it is a sandwich. Yes. So where would the how long does it have to be before it stops becoming a sandwich? So a See, three minute I, sandwich at the thing like. Not three minutes. How, long it has it take to be to at least 30 minutes to have a full, if you're going from scratch. It has to have at least 30 minutes of prep time in order to be a sandwich. Right. Okay, See, so I if you... I would consider Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich to be more of a burger, or a chicken It's a literally burger. called a chicken sandwich. Okay, well, it takes less than 30 minutes for it's a Chick-fil-A. It's not a chicken sandwich. It's literally called you can call a it chicken that. sandwich. That's a good it's branding. It's right there. It's no, right there. It's chicken not, sandwich. No. Well, well, let's zone in on this. Okay, so, so Chick-fil-A sandwiches take less than 30 minutes to prepare. Are they still sandwich? Or no, 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 you said they, they're burgers. Right, no, the second part of my qualification is okay. cooking, right? So you have, to cook the, you have to cook the chicken in a Chick-fil-A sandwich, right? Okay. But what is between that chicken? Actually, not between. What is By the between way, you just chicken? called it a sandwich. Where but protein. Go. What is the ch- chicken between <laughs> them? Oh. Those buns, man. Sure. But so is, I'd say it's closer to a chicken burger than it is a, Still, uh, it's a, it's a sandwich. chicken sandwich. It's okay. okay. So since sandwich. it has to be, since it has to take at least 30 minutes to That's prepare branding, man, in order well. for it to be a sandwich. So let's say you take. Two, I'm going to use the great value white sl- white slices of bread again. Again, also, on that Chick-fil-A sandwich, straight no, up. No, we're done with Chick-fil-A. No, 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 we aren't. We aren't. Look, <laughs> uh, here's the thing. When making the Chick-fil-A sandwich, if you have all the ingredients, it's going to take you a little bit more than 30 minutes to put that whole Chick-fil-A sandwich together beforehand. I'm saying it's, I mean, this is like from scratch. You don't work at Chick-fil-A in this scenario, Right. It would take you at least 30 minutes to get all the, uh, at least 30 minutes to get all the, um, all the ingredients to make their chicken weird, the peanut oil that they dip it in. I mean, it's a lot of stuff. Okay. So final question before we get to the news piece. Um, let's say I get two great value white slices of white bread. Mm -hmm. I put lunch meat in it, right? It's And a piece of cheese. Yeah. And then I eat it. Yeah. Is it a sandwich? Yes. But it takes less than 30 minutes to prepare. It takes about five seconds to prepare. What's your question? I'm saying that a burger takes more than 30 minutes to prepare. It's still a sandwich. 
different name. Oh, you said a sand. Okay, well, what I understood was I thought you said a sandwich. No, a sandwich took at least takes less minutes. than thirty minutes. Okay, so my question is, how long does a sandwich have to take to make in order for it to become a sandwich, to be a sandwich? See, I think you can have an infinite amount of time to make a sandwich. Right? Oh, okay. Wait, but the problem is, so the main requirement again, is the cooking. Yourself. You have to. There's cook. an indefinite time. And you're saying it doesn't matter how long it takes, but you can take 30 minutes, but it's not a sandwich? I, I can go like a snail's pace and put together a sandwich, and that would take me, what, an hour to two hours? But it's still a sandwich Who at the end of the day. would take that long to make a cold sandwich an I hour? I don't know. Uh, tur Franklin the Turtle, I guess. I don't know. Franklin Straight the up. Turtle was chubby. That guy will eat fast, man. <laughs> sure, I believe yeah. that. But the problem is, at the end of the day, the sandwich is not cooked and that is the main qualification sure you can say it's a sa the chick-fil-a sandwich is cooked but you can say that i give you now 15 seconds go okay at the end of the day the main requirement to qualify for being a burger is it is cooked time second third quality there's no quality in a sandwich there you go all right so yes well, i believe that a burger no your time is up now <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is actually very fitting because our news piece here. Hold on, you didn't give Rodrigo time to. It's okay. I don't want to. He rests his case because. I rest my case. Like, I, will, I will fight you, man, but another day. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so our news piece has to do with sandwiches. In fact, Chris Four has now entered the uh, kind of taunting back and forth I that knew, Austin um, and Caleb have been doing about their grilled cheese sandwiches. And so. Could a tournament be be starting up? I don't know. What do you guys think? I will accept that challenge. Oh, are you are you entering it I too? I want to enter in? that challenge more than a grilled cheese, but I will love to enter that challenge. Could Ooh. I actually fight you on the quesadilla front? No, no. It has to be a grilled cheese oh, sandwich. Okay. Oh, oh, unless unless you oh, can make yes, a. Oh yes, we're back on the sandwich. Well, thing. Well, no, 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 not for long. <laughs> but here's the thing: if you if you can enter into the competition somehow and just say you're going to make a grilled cheese sandwich, but then you make quesadillas and make a convincing argument that a that quesadillas, quesadillas are Mexican grilled cheese sandwiches, then you if you can convince them, you might have a chance. Exactly. Exactly. We'll we'll let the people decide. You will not. You'll be blown away. I am allowed to use outside. You'll recipes. be embarrassed. All right. Well, um, we're for the record, just to make it even, I would also like to in, to to join in because I've been making Whoa. grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> <Your> and <whole laughs> life. Yeah. Well. Well. Yes. I mean. I mean. At least half my life. I've I've gotten before that my grilled cheese sandwich has been the best grilled cheese sandwich that one of my, you know, customers, quote unquote, uh, has ever yeah. eaten. What so, type of just cheese saying. do you use? Well, I'm not going to give that away. Yeah, I, it, it's, a, it's a bit, it's a simple question. I think that... Indeed, it's a simple question I'm not going right to answer. Now, <laughs> on a grilled cheese, since it's not in my category, uh, American is the best for a grilled cheese sandwich. What do you think? Well, no, I'll, but we'll argue. Later, <laughs> yeah. Because American okay. cheese is not the best cheese. That'll, the, that'll be next time cheese. Rodrigo American comes onto the, the podcast. Cheese or anything. I agree to disagree. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we we got that squared away in a very satisfying way. I I, I we really didn't get it squared away in a very satisfying way. But <laughs> Rodrigo <right>. has to go. <laughs> so, any last words before we just jump into the outro? Mm. Thank you for coming on the show. By the way, Rodrigo. No problem. 
You know, anytime I can talk about being an assistant producer and sandwiches, any type of sandwich between a bun, it's a sandwich. Yeah, we love being production assistants and being sandwiches. We love <laughs> both of those things. Um, Will, you got anything else? No, you know what? You're going to get us on a whole tangent, so I'm just, I'm not going to let you speak. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I have, I want to get back to the sandwich debate real quick. No. One last thing to say. No, this has been Auto In, hosted by Seth Kelly and Will Moulton with special guest Rodrigo Reyes. With music produced and performed by Jesse Liked and logo designed by John Brazino. Thank you for listening and see you next week. Auto out. <laughs>